0: Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The right. Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. An alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot dings. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clone. So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you We're here to entertain you It's about to get strange
1: Made my car out of spaghetti noodles Should've seen my wife's face when I drove past it (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <You like that. laughs> I was you like, like, where that. is this going? <laughs> Stupid. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. I am one of your hosts of this strange podcast, and my name is Tom, uh, a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. <laughs> Tom is good. <laughs> Let's just stick to Tom. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is, we're back, and uh, you know, we know who we have. It's me, Billy.
1: Why is it getting creepy? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not my name. It William. That's what I'd like to be called now. Now you're switching it up. I'm 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 a clearly a not a joking manner person. <laughs> I am very uh, uptight and uh, suit and tie and C- can we call Nicole? you uh, Mr. William Kirby, Mr. please? Mr. William Kirby.
2: Can I call you William? I want my
1: full name with Mister in front of can it. Can I call you William at all times? Like the groundskeeper
2: of The Simpsons? No, I'm I'm way too serious for this. What else can I call you? Can I call you? Isn't, no, no. I was like, that's Robert. I was like, can I call you Bob? But I was like, no, that's Robert. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Yeah, this is part two, or officially part two of our first podcast to ever do a a part two on. And um, I really like these. Chelsea said they taste like sunscreen. Um, it's
1: Sounds disgusting. It's Coca
2: vodka. It's real coconut water with uh, triple distilled vodka. I I like coconut shit, so I liked it.
1: That's no, delicious. Yeah, see I, like I like look it. That's yeah, actually these are really good. So look for mm-hmm. this.
2: It's got the coconut on it. Oh, it's Yo, awesome. it is. Would love that too. Yeah, it, they're really good. Like mm-hmm. I I like them. They're uh they're 5% and shit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 5%. Yeah,
1: not bad.
0: billy
2: has got some old Milwaukee. Good old Dahmer's favorite beer. Couldn't find the Canadian. I know I couldn't find the Canadian. Sad. So
1: sad day. They're free. I can't complain.
2: Last time <laughs> on Strange Brew, we talked about Jack the Ripper and all of the gruesome details of his murders. And now we're going to get into the investigation side of it because, like we said, a lot of dead prostitutes and a lot of questions.
1: I, I feel like the investigators weren't. Like, until like nine the mid-'90s, I feel like investigators
2: sucked. Well, as weird as it is, they did collect evidence uh, for... Um, essentially forensic evidence, even though they didn't have the technology at the time, it's weird how like they were like, well, maybe we should keep this in case because they must've, I don't know how they you would know that you would end up developing better. I guess you would know that, but like, well, as mm-hmm. we go, we'll get better at this. But it's just, how would you know that you would need forensic evidence at this time is mind boggling to me. So obviously you know we have the recap the years again what, what years around uh, this is like 1888 yeah. so you know in uh, around this time because it uh, happened in a couple years obviously and that you know we talked about the canonical five the fam- the five most famous victims on mm-hmm. last episode and we talked about all the other murders that maybe could have been at the hands of the Ripper. So the surviving police files on the Whitechapel murders allow a detailed view of the investigation and procedure in Victorian error. A large team of policemen conducted house to house inquiries throughout Whitechapel. See, forensic material was collected and examined at that time. It's just like, is this a pubic hair or is this a mustache hair? let me know doctors like they wouldn't know shit. no they
1: put it in their mouths they're like i've tasted mustache and i've tasted pubes and i've had enough to know that like
2: that's, that's a, a butt yeah <laughs> is that uh is that a little a little bit of fecal matter
1: there's way too much rice <laughs> taste in this That is either it's got to be either a butt or a, a mustache
2: an, an asian mustache you said rice I know. Potatoes, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, then he's the guys because there's a lot of Irish <laughs> yeah. people dying in this shit. A lot of Irish prostitutes around this time. So suspects were identified, traced, and either examined more closely or eliminated from an, uh, the inquiry. Modern police work followed the same pattern. More than 2,000 people were interviewed. 2,000. That's a lot of people interviewed. You know, they, they don't really know what to go on. There's so many. This is what we've said before, how easily you could get away with a murder. It is. Yeah,
1: it's dumb easy. Unless someone like genuinely sees you, yeah. but again, uh probably pretty easy to spot. So you don't people. like Bobby
2: down the street, right? You dress up like Bobby and then you kill someone and then everyone thinks it's Bobby.
1: You know? Could be. Yeah, but where are you going to get that? Wig and makeup and seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I know. Only Bobby wears flannels. Nobody else wear flannel
2: around our <laughs> up Must
0: have thing. been Bobby. <laughs>
2: Upwards of 300 people were investigated and 80 people were detained. They locked up 80 fucking people, which is kind of crazy. At least He's like, I'm pretty sure it's
1: that. like one of y'all. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's Line up. All right, not you, not you. There's just so many fucking. It's like dudes.
1: every single person looks the exact same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mustache, tall and thin. With like just like the, the,
1: the stupid little quirks that are different like one guy's got long earlobes next guy's just got a big nose and this guy's got big lips but but it's all like identical same height same clothes they're all in trench coats
2: (laughs) the investigation was initially conducted by the metropolitan police of whitechapel the division criminal uh the division criminal investigation department the cid dick backwards um, and by Detective Inspector Edmund Reed. After the murder of Nichols, detectives in, uh, Detective Inspectors Frederick Abeline, uh, yeah, Aberline, Henry Moore, and Walter Andrews were sent from the central office at Scotland Yard to assist... In the Yard. stick The Yardstick. <laughs> Yardstick. <laughs> the City of London police were involved under Detective James McWilliam. After the Eddowes
1: murder. Well, it sounds like a very stand up class standing citizen there. Mick Williams. Yeah, he's probably a pretty fucking cool dude. You're gonna probably got big dick.
2: Next week on the episode, <laughs> or next time Billy's on the podcast, you're gonna hear him like, I had an MC. To the beginning of a name because I rap, so now I'm Mick uh, William.
1: <laughs> That's actually sick. <laughs> I got it, so.
2: <laughs> MC William. Uh, which occurred within the city of London. The overall direction of the murder inquiries was hindered by the fact that newly appointed head of the CID, Robert Anderson, was on leave in Switzerland between September 7th and October 6th. During the time when Chapman, Stride, Eddowes were killed, so the guy that was the head of it, it kind of threw their investigation off because the guy the head of it, it so be conducting all the research and it will at least the investigation and um he was away i don't know what he was doing in switzerland but
1: and he's like you know what i need a vacation this crime can you pause for like a week please so i can go take a break
2: commissioner uh we uh, uh robert anderson we got um we got three murders uh pretty much as soon as you left he's like a oh, man god fucking damn it <laughs> What so kind? Of, oh, you got call Cal- this line. That Cal- was pretty good. I actually like those ones.
1: It was. Uh, I thought I'd give it a try. I, I still, like the I one. still want
2: my booster bars back. Yeah, we're talking about vapes. Uh, I got my fucking envy apex. Yo, anyway. I want to be sponsored by booster bar Yeah, that's yeah. If, if you're a vape company, and we'll, we'll we will shout you out for money.
1: <laughs> no, I just free vapes.
2: Yeah, or free vapes. That's you just want that's vapes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Shit's <laughs> expensive. Yeah. And I keep buying them.
2: I know. <laughs> send send us a box of vapes, and we'll try them out live on the podcast. Uh, so this prominent Metropolitan Police Commissioner, Sir Charles Warren, uh, to appoint Chief Inspector Donald Swanson, yes, yeah, Swanson, to coordinate the inquiries from Scotland Yard. So this homeboy was like, hey, well, he's away in Switzerland. I'm going appoint, to appoint Sir Charles Warren. He's a sir, so he's more important.
1: Probably, it's <laughs> group- probably exactly how that works. So like we- not even joking. That's probably how
2: that works. <laughs> so we kind of discussed this a little bit last time, but a group of volunteer citizens, um, in London East End, called the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee, uh, committee can patrol this uh, patrol the streets, and they're looking for suspicious characters. They're like just walking around, like, you know what, that guy, that guy's smoking a cigar.
1: He's uh, suspicious.
2: He's <laughs> Suspicious. He's
1: uh. <laughs> I'm suspicious of him.
2: He's kind of sucking on it like a dick. Where did you get that cigar? Where did you get did that you cigar? Did you steal it? <laughs> from the Cubans? <laughs> it's funny. how I can patch these guys just go up behind their ear and be like, hey, what'd you do in there? Where'd you get, where'd you get that cigar cigar? And he's (laughs) like, bro, I'm just trying to enjoy this out in the street. It's literally
1: like he's outside of a cigar shop. He's (laughs) like, uh, uh,
2: partly because, uh, so it's funny. They patrol the streets. They're looking for suspicious characters, which I think everyone back there is suspicious Everyone's got syphilis. Everyone's itching the crotch. Everyone's wearing some sort of weird hat—a top hat, a bowler hat.
1: Can you imagine what they would label as suspicious? I know
2: that's what I'm thinking.
1: Like that guy's—he's got shifty eyebrows. Most people are naked, but that guy's
2: been—that
1: guy's been like flaunting his dick for like a week now. Most people (laughs) only do that for like a day or two. Like it's
2: been a solid week. He's got shifty eyebrows. It's Mm -hmm. like he's got a unibrow that makes him suspicious.
1: He's just suspicious.
2: Or he doesn't have a unibrow because everyone back then didn't know how to pluck their eyebrows. and <laughs> It's just like, everyone's got a unibrow. It's like, one guy over there he's like, don't, I'm Russian. <laughs> you
1: pluck your eyebrows? No, I was joking. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, I, I, what? Do you got a unibrow? And you just pluck it?
2: Yeah, I got a massive unibrow. you? have Do you? no idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, huge. I'm <laughs> just joking. It's um, so it's funny, because uh, partly why they did this, was because the, the dissatisfaction with the police effort. They're like, you know what? The police aren't doing enough. You know what? We got to start a fucking vigilance group, and we're going to go on the streets, and we're going to find Jack the Ripper ourselves any guy with like a long overcoat and a fucking top hat, they like chase down the streets and fucking these crazy people because they probably were doing stuff like that you know, looking for these weird characters or people. They could make one detail, and then all these people are like, hey! And they're, like, ripping off every hat of every guy, fucking, you know what I mean? Is this the hat? Does this hat fit perfectly? Like, they're just trying to solve all the clues.
1: Cinderella's glass slipper there. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) So they petition... Your hat
1: fits too good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They petitioned the government to raise a reward for information about the killer and hired private detectives to question witnesses independently. So they actually did... Seems like a little more than some of the police were doing. Mm-hmm. Some, like, like we learn about a lot of true crime cases, police can be lazy, and they don't want to go actually. Into like, I don't want to do all this paperwork. I don't want to look for this guy. I just want to go over and patrol around the streets and get some head from a hooker while I bust her. Be like, what, what are you doing over here? You you hooking? Are you hooking? Oh, like, and then they she gives him a blowjob, because that's what he actually wanted. I'm sure that's happened many, many times. Probably. I'm I'm sure it happens. Still happens. Cops probably pull up, pull over hookers, inciting that, you know, what they're doing is illegal. Meanwhile, I'd be like, well, I won't give you a ticket or I won't throw you in the slammer. If you do a little for me, give a little, like, H.J., maybe B.J. Still a little one. Maybe C.J. I'll I'll leave that. job? I'll leave that for your imagination. A crap job? (laughs) (laughs) What is a C.J.? I don't know. We'll leave it up to the imagination of the listeners. Oh, you don't know. No, I don't know. Oh, you just made it <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So butchers, slaughterers, surgeons, and physicians were suspected because of the manner of the mutilations. A surviving note from Major Henry Smith, acting commissioner of the city police, indicates that the uh, uh, alibis of local butchers and slaughterers were investigated.
1: He well, ain't got no alibi. He's ugly. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, he's, he's ugly.
2: ugly. With res- They're all ugly. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, yeah, no. he has got an alibi. He was fucking his sister. He's 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 incest. He's he's, he's, he's from he's, Arkansas. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so with the result that they were like to eliminate from the inquiry. So they're looking at people investigating, seeing if that alibis. They were essentially talking to their uh, other employees, talking to the bosses. They were doing a lot of talking. Yeah. that's all they're doing at this just point. A bunch of
1: talks. Yes, a bunch of talking guys. A
2: report from Inspector Swanson to the Home Office confirms that sixty or seventy-six butchers and slaughterers were visited, and that the inquiries encompassed all the employees for the previous six months. So they, it's a lot of people. Everyone that was employed there, maybe they got fired, doesn't work there anymore. They were going, they were going around everybody just because of the brutality of. I wonder the what
1: weather. like the well. You think back in the day, employment meant employment. Like so even like our our grandparents like age where it's like you got your first job at like eight. Yeah. You worked there till you were seventy. So So like that sounds like that sucks. So like that's (laughs) I couldn't imagine like they're going through past employees. It's not like they people switch jobs much back then. If they yeah. work there, like they fucking work there. That's true. That is their job now.
2: And it was probably scarce to find uh, a job that you could stick at. I know there's lots of jobs out there, but you know there was a guy like we said, lighting the fucking candles. There was a guy probably clean out the poop buckets from. Bro, the side well, of the think, ab- think
1: about it. Even like as it as it stands right now, ninety uh, percent of all. F- Picture today with, like, 90% less factory jobs and zero fast food or restaurant jobs. Yeah. Just that alone. You'd find a yeah. job, and you'd be like, this is the only job I'm going to get. Let's True. get it. Well, they
2: did have mills and stuff like that. They were creating stuff out of metal that did exist. But oh, it I'm was saying like ninety so percent less hard work
1: right? and less way, way less demand <laughs> uh, yeah. for workers. So it was much, you right? got in there. That's your job now. Yeah, and now you work here, yeah, and you true. don't leave. And you
2: don't leave. And you pro- <laughs> and you probably work 14, 15 hours, if not longer. Mm-hmm. Y- you know what I mean? Because you're just it, there was no rules really about like labor laws. Children were working. Like, hey, Bobby, you want to fucking uh, I don't know fucking grease this fucking horse's foot. And then the kid keeps getting kicked in the head, and then he's fucking retarded. And they're like, "Well, maybe we should have thought about this." Well, it they they make they, <laughs> yeah.
1: they make the jobs like easier for the kids, like the, yeah. the things that the kids Polish physically can shoes. do. Polish my shoes. <laughs> well, it, kinda uh, honestly. Yeah. So my mom was yeah. fruit picking, like not being racist, but yeah, yeah. she was. But uh, when she, she was like Mexican. five six, five yeah. six, they had her out there fruit picking to make a living
2: with all the Mexicans,
1: like in a field with all the Mexicans. picking strawberries.
2: Yes. Oh wow. Yes. She wasn't. She uh, was she in the cotton fields.
1: It, it basically, but with fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so some, and nobody was whipping her, but her parents went. Yep, bye. Go I, pick fruit.
2: I find this funny. Some contemporary figures, including Queen Victoria, thought that the pattern of the murders indicated that the culprit was a butcher or a cattle drover on one of the cattle boats that piled between London and the mainland Europe. What does Queen Victoria know? Isn't she too busy fucking eating children and drinking their blood? What would she know about how to catch a fucking murderer? Oh, wait, because she is one. Hot take. Not really, because she is a fucking child murderer. (laughs) She's too busy fucking sniffing people's hair and fucking eating them and shit in her bathtub and pouring blood all over herself. She's like, she's Elizabeth Bathory. damn. The queen is an evil bitch, man. I do not like her, and I don't like her fucking mother. And the Queen Victoria, I think it was Queen Victoria, was the one that was rumored that when she died, her casket was six feet five, and she was a small woman. Why was her casket so big? They say because she reverted back to her reptilian form. (laughs) Are
1: caskets supposed to fit you perfectly? I would think so. It's just like, no, I think of it like a bed. (laughs) Like, I can can physically
2: fit in a twin. It's not
1: comfortable. A king-size bed, my body is like, oh. (laughs) I got a lot of room. That's true. Maybe they thought she'd like to wiggle around. I don't know what this bitch
2: knows about that shit though, but Whitechapel was closed to London docks and usually such boats docked on Thursday or Friday and departed on the Saturday or Sunday. And the cattle boats were examined and the dates of the murders do not coincide with a single boats movement and transfer of crewmen between boats. So that was fucking ruled out. Good job, Queen. Looks like you knew nothing. You ruled it out. Yeah, you knew nothing they about it. They anything. got that shit ruled right out. You at dummy. The end she of put in her two oh, cents. Chef. That's she
1: all that was. matters. She put in her two cents. She probably She's like, knew I'm the Queen. Guy. I need at least an uh, uh, opinion.
2: It, it, honestly, Jack the Ripper was probably the Queen's cousin. It's like, yeah, we try to keep him in a locked closet, but he just got out one day. Well, yeah.
1: He did <laughs> grow up in the attic. Um, <laughs> Like fucking what's that? The uh, oh, Harold
2: I, and Kumar. No,
1: oh. I'm thinking of Simpsons Bart's twin.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That they fed of, him in <laughs> the fucking.
1: <laughs> put him in the attic, and the guy's fucked up.
2: <laughs> Tries to rape Lisa. Um, at the end of October, Robert Anderson asked police surgeon. I don't
1: remember that
0: part.
2: <laughs> I don't Thomas Bond. She uh, the police uh, asked surgeon Thomas Bond to give his opinion. On the extent of the murderer's surgical skills and knowledge, the opinion offered by Bond on the character of the Whitechapel murderer is the early surviving offender profile. Bond's assessment was based on his own examination of the most extensively mutilated victim and the post-mortem notes from four previous canonical murders. He wrote... All five murders, no doubt, were committed by the same hand. And in the first four, the throats appeared to have been cut from left to right. In this last case, owing to extensive mutilation, it is impossible to say what direction the fatal cuts was made. But the arterial blood was found on the walls, splashed close to where the woman's head must have been laying.
1: I'm sorry. You, uh, you, uh, you kind of fucked up. Why? He literally just said all the cuts were made from left to right, but it's hard to tell which way that was made. That's what he said. Made. That's what
2: he said. All circumstances surrounding the murders led me to an informed opinion that the woman must have been laying down when the, when they were murdered in every case, and the throat was cut first. First cut? Yeah. Throat was the first cut. Cut first. Same shit. <laughs> I know. I'm just <laughs> Bond was strongly opposed the idea that the murderer possessed any kind of scientific or atomical knowledge or even the technical knowledge of an anatomical well, I, I was, was right. gonna say and I was
1: like I've been making fun of them already too much I'll let that one go
2: anatomical knowledge or the technical knowledge of a butcher or horse slaughterer who's killing horses man Who whose job mm. is a horse slaughterer is that what they ate at horse them? meat That's horse
1: meat good Never heard of people eating horses. There's,
2: it's like eating a dog. <laughs> Chinese. Um, It's it's just too gamey. There's too much muscle on them. It's too much muscle on it. So it's not the greatest tasting meat. That's why we go for fat fucking animals most times. Yeah, but deer is pretty fat. good and elk's pretty good. But those are things that are raised off the land most times. Yeah. The horses can be, but
1: yeah, horses are muscly. Geez. I know.
2: More muscly than deer and shit are because deer there is more. Meat.
1: Yeah, there would be more yeah. meat. But like, what about a moose? You ever eat moose?
2: I feel like I've tried it.
1: I think that's against the law. Oh, wow.
2: I just admit <laughs> <you. laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. I don't know. I'm just.
2: They're fucking crazy. Don't mess with a moose in Canada, bro. Uh, it's like, it's like Juan's got alligators and the, you know, maybe the skunk ape in Florida and like crazy bugs and, and weird shit like that. And I was like, yeah, he's like, he's never seen a moose and there's not really bears down there. And I was like, Oh yeah, we have crazy fucking black bears, brown bears. We got white bears way up there. We got fucking everything. White <laughs> bears. <laughs> what's that? What's the thing? Brown get down uh, black attack. Sounds racist. Um, and white, um, you're going to die. Essentially. Yeah, polar
1: bears are fucked.
2: Yeah, you're gonna fucking die because they're not used to seeing humans either, so they'll fucking murder you. Yeah. I saw this video just offshoot of this guy. His dog start running. It was on TikTok. This guy starts running, and this fucking bear comes through his door, and the guy pushes the bear back and pushes like this, like um, almost like this uh, bench. That he has like in his like sunroom in front of the bear to get him away from his dogs. And someone in the comment was like, "Man, this guy risks his life for his dogs. Imagine what he'd do for his wife and kids." Like he literally like, God, go go!" Like scream at the bear and then pushes it back with his seat, and the bear goes away. I'm like, man, you got ball. I think I sent it to you because I I, I like, did not see that video. That's fucking crazy. You know
1: what's a part? <laughs> oh, wow. That's that's pretty hard to admit. I think I would go to the. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I I would go to pretty much I think equal extents to save my dog and save Isabel. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't that. think one would be more than the other. Well, no, you like just, I would yeah. go to the end of the earth for both.
2: I know you've you've had your dog longer um, than you've dated Isabel, so it it I get why. I it's,
1: I think Chloe's if I been your
2: companion, I think if I.
1: <laughs> i think if i married is we were together for 30 years and had a dog together for three
2: i think i would still apply <laughs> <it>. that's <laughs> funny so i don't know who slaughters horses i like the dogs uh, but man. they're good people in his opinion the killer must have been a man of solitary habits uh subject to periodical attacks of homicidal and erotic mania sounds like billy's friday nights
1: this is my fucking friend. I just came home from work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're the uh, with the character of mutilations possibly indicating, um, satiriasis. I I did I think that's psoriasis. Think. No psa. Satir- Where uh, is it? I did I did have this. Where down are you
1: looking? Just show me, it. and I'll fucking pronounce it.
2: No, I got you. I got Where you. Where
1: are we? Just, I'll do it. Saturiasis.
2: I said it right. Saturiasis. I don't
1: I don't care. It could have
2: helped. Uncontrollable <laughs> or excessive sexual desire in men. I had to look that up because I was like, what the fuck is saturiasis?
1: So, men that are horny.
2: All men. So, I have satoriasis. You have saturiasis. I'm going to be like, I <laughs> Chelsea?
1: Basically, just, uh, no, it's saying uncontrollable. I know. Oh, yeah. So, it's saying, like, I'm horny, like, rape.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, most football Cosby. players. Yeah. Cosby. Yeah. Cosby, say uh, like most football players? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you hear about the stories at colleges, right?
1: <laughs> it's always the fucking football kids um, and the hockey fuck faces.
2: Yeah, it's true. Well, the
1: hockey guys actually get car crashes. Get, well, they get the fucking girls. The football guys are that like, is hey, nobody's watching my, my two and a half hour game anymore. If
2: someone got that uh, bad joke, it wasn't even that bad. It was.
1: <laughs> Who got in a car crash?
2: That, that hockey team, the drunk driver hit them oh, all Oh, fuck's sakes. The fucking
1: Saskatchewan. <laughs> no, dude, that was like 20 minutes outside of where I live in Saskatchewan.
2: I <laughs> know. Oh, that was bad. Bad. I day. think
1: it's Humboldt or Humboldt. Yeah, yeah. Humboldt. Hockey so, team. The um, whole fucking team died, man.
2: Yeah, I know. It was, it was sad. sad. So sad. It
1: was sad. That wasn't a joke, Tom. It was so sad. It was a sad. That was a stupid joke. You're stupid.
2: Man, yeah, I know. But you know what? You no, know I can tell you? Hmm. I really hate hockey, and I could care less if those kids died. Just joking. I hope that cancels the podcast. I <laughs> just joking, I'm Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everybody love everybody. I feel bad for the parents that had to endure that, and fuck the drunk guy that hit them.
1: I. You should just cut all that. <laughs> just cut it. <laughs> just cut that out. All right. That's probably the best bet there. Let's restart. <laughs>
2: We'll see. Bond also stated that the homicidal impulse may have developed from a revengeful or brooding condition of the mind or religious mania. So he's like, you know, that may have been the original disease, uh, but he doesn't think the hypothesis, uh, thinks that either is likely. The either hypothesis is likely. Religious mania. uh, I don't know. Like maybe because he it's a good point to make. Because he's killing prostitutes, right? Okay. And that's kind of a smite against God to sell your body. I could imagine, and to have sex outside of a marriage. So I could see why some crazy religious man might do that. Maybe I think that he's
1: doing God's work.
2: Yeah. Well, there's all those. Like, there's that. I think that's a uh, episode or a season in Dexter. Um, it's in another. That's uh-huh. like the that like,
1: third time we brought up Dexter in the past couple weeks. I fucking gotta go rewatch. Oh, ah, it's so
2: good. Uh, let's, except for the last two seasons, but the new season's out. The ending is, I don't know. Shut up. I, I, know, I know. It's I out. Yeah, that last season's out, and uh, they it's it was really good. The ending of like. Shut up! Uh, I don't care. Just it's,
1: it's out. I'm. Yeah, it's where is good. it?
2: Uh, Crave.
1: Alright, download and Crave. Let's go. So,
2: um, there's no sex... There's no evidence of any sexual activities with any of the victims. Yet psychologists oppose that the, the you know, the penetration of the victims with a knife, leaving them on display in a sexual re- uh, degrading positions with wounds exposed, it, you know, indicates that the perpetrator maybe derived a sexual pleasure from the attacks. He wasn't using his dick, Okay. For his sexual desires, the knife was his dick. Think about it. He used it like a dick. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah, die, die, die. Oh.
1: <laughs> I just pictured him, like, putting it up her vagina. Oh, oh. The fucking knife comes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's stupid. <I> think my <laughs> the knife stupid. starts dripping. <laughs> uh, so it is, it could be an idea because, you know, um, like we've learned from other serial killers and what we will learn in the future on other episodes about serial killers, you don't have to fuck the body or the woman or rape them to get sexual gratification from the murder.
1: Um. Who was it? So you're saying you're so fucking horny that you can come by not touching your
2: dick? Uh, pretty sure BTK came when he killed his victims, and I'm fucking almost hundred percent sure that John Wayne Gacy, the clown killer, which I can't wait to get into him eventually. That case absolutely fucked. I'm debating I'm probably maybe doing with you because you have no idea. I think how deep John Wayne Gacy stuff does go. It's fucked up, and he. I'm pretty sure he came in his pants with the first boy, like, strangled. Fucked up, man. Damn. We're going to get some really R-rated, yeah, NC-17-style fucking episodes. It's going to be, it's going to be after, after. that's what I'm saying. Once we get Jack the Ripper done, we're starting to get into some even worse killers. Crazier, more sadistic, more Dope, fucked up.
1: I but let's finish this one.
2: So, um, you know, like the, they're saying maybe, but this view of the, you know, the sexual nature of it is dismissed by others. You know, just saying it's, it's, it's unsupported. Um, that's all really they're saying. It's like, yeah, we don't really know. They don't really know about fucking anything. In addition to the contradictions and the unreliable of contemporary accounts, attempts to identify the murderer are hindered by the lack of any surviving forensic evidence. Of course, this is more than a hundred years ago. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, DNA, DNA analysis on, uh, you know the, the letters is inconclusive. The available material had been handled so many fucking times that has been con- uh, too contaminated to provide any meaningful results. And so mm-hmm. many tans have touched it, read over it. It's in, it's so it's inconclusive. They can't fucking figure it out. There have been uh, mutual, Incompatible claims that DNA evidence points to conclusively two different suspects, but the methodology of both have been criticized. So you, it's so Saying many different like, people. Yeah.
1: But these two keep yeah. showing up on every single one. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, were according they to this person or something? Or <laughs> this
2: person, right? Or that mm-hmm. person. There's so many different variables of this. So let's get into some of Jack the Ripper's suspects. Let's get into it. The concentration of the killings around weekends and public holidays and within a few streets of each other has indicated to many that the Ripper was in regular employment and lived locally, as we kind of discussed, that maybe he was a guy around the area, knew the, knew the stu- spots, knew the stops, knew where everyone was going, knew the alleyways. In uh,
1: 1980, I didn't think there'd be a lot of drifters.
2: There'd be a lot of drifters. We got Irish coming well, I, I'm in, Italians saying, coming back. Like, no,
1: if a drifter came in... And did this much damage over this long period of time, it'd be pretty known to the people that live there. This guy just randomly started showing up, then all this shit started happening. This guy's got a
2: fucking Swedish accent. It's really strange. We don't really get much Swedes around here. It's like, I'm just here to hang out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was just (laughs) chilling.
2: Others have. I don't know how to do a Swedish (laughs) accent. What a
1: cool. (laughs) What a fucking weird one, eh? Never (sighs) practiced that one. Sweden.
2: Oh, Olga, I can't do it now. Olga. I Orga. almost had it. Uh, What's
1: Ooga?
2: <laughs> Are they babies? <laughs> <laughs> Olga. Uh, you know, um My mom was a Swedish prostitute in a play called No Sex, Please, We're British, so... She actually did a pretty good uh, Swedish accent. That's
1: I- so fucking funny. <laughs> that is the funniest name for a play. I swear to fucking God.
2: No sex, please, we're British. I told yeah. you that's the one where I wore, I wore a brown face. I was no, 12 years old. I, I'm not know, Justin Trudeau. But like, um, I'm saying,
1: of uh, how you said brown face.
2: I was. I <laughs> you was, know what you did. I was, Anyways. I was um, 12. <laughs> and they dressed me up like an Indian delivery man. Oh. And I was like, coming, Dad. And yeah, and, about- and it lasted one day. I've told the story before. It lasted one day, and then uh, people complained. And I was twelve. I didn't know they. I had long hair, so they put up a little bun. They put me in fucking brown face. I wore like a Sobeys, like uh, what, grocery <laughs> store kind of clerk, um, <laughs> like um, fucking overcoat kind of thing. And then no
1: sex, please. we British. British. You know what's so the British funny. guy? No, the reason the f- I like wait, that so much. The funny much. thing
2: is, the British guy. I was supposed to be his son. Paul was in his. Um fifth 40s or 50s, he did brown face. He should have known better. I didn't know I was 12.
1: So the only reason Justin
2: Trudeau did when he's in his 20s and his 30s, so fuck him.
1: And I'm I'm sure this is (laughs) total fucking like, but the reason I find that so funny is just I haven't met a lot of British people in my life, but the ones I do meet Mm -hmm. are absolute dickheads.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not saying you all are. I'm saying the ones I meet are just fucking pretentious as shit. And on that note, yeah, I feel like they're very pent up.
2: And they don't have a lot of sexy times. And they
1: do not fucking release. And that even being said, my little brother's fucking girlfriend, what was that? The fucking, it was, she mentioned there, she talked to him. My brother's girlfriend's fucking British. And I swear to God, uh, there was a conversation she had with my girlfriend. She's like, yeah, I think I'm asexual. Like I, I, me and him don't have sex, and then like meeting her parents, her British parents, they're like both very angry individuals. I, like, I did. You guys meet do them. not fucking like, yeah. like release, do they're you not, ever? Yeah,
2: they're. Uh, I did meet them. They. Seemed very, very judgmental by just not even knowing. Cunts. Yeah, just not even going. Bunch of fucking cunts, And I know man. we got, uh, we got fans in the UK and stuff like that. And we're not here on you. I've met a lot of British. I'm people just saying, that
1: I, I like. just, I, I don't meet a lot, but the ones I personally have are fucking horrible. So I'm sorry, they've ruined it. I but grew up with some British. Please, friends, if you're a good so. fucking nice bloke, I fucking always strange come to talk me. to me. I, uh, I, <laughs> I
2: grew up with this kid who was uh, my mom had friends from Britain and uh, one of the, the boys' name was Ashley. I always thought that was weird when I was a kid, but I get it. You guys use that as a unisex name. Cool. I don't give a shit. Just Ashley over here is usually a blonde girl that sucks everyone's dick on the football team. Yo, um,
1: Ashley's hot. Don't fucking talk <laughs> shit about Ashley.
2: So obviously, others have thought that the killer was an educated, upper-class man, possibly a doctor or an aristocrat who ventured into Whitechapel for a more of well, well-to-do area. Such theories draw on cultural um, perceptions, such as fear of medical professionals, uh, mistrust of modern science, and the exploitation of the poor by the rich. And now we have so much mistrust of modern science, because nobody's telling the fucking truth, mm-hmm. uh, except for the doctors that are being censored, and uh, Gojo Rogan. Woo-woo, Gojo Rogan. Alright, so, uh, <laughs> such But if you want to listen to a fuck everyone, man, if you haven't listened to the Robert Malone episode, fucking get on that shit. Probably the best podcast I've ever listened to in my life. Uh, So suspects proposed years after the murders include virtually anyone remotely connected to the case by contemporary documents, as well as many famous names who were actually never considered in police investigations. Everyone alive at the time is now dead, and modern authors are free to accuse anyone they want without any need for supporting historical evidence. Hundred percent truth. And a lot of things back then, they could be like, "Well, like, watch. Fifty years from now, there's a guy named um, Hitler, and you know what? He just he was just trying to give everyone a nice home. He gave them really nice showers. He clothed them. He kept them in these camps, and it was luxurious." Like, they just, amazing. It, you know what I mean? How yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to the, like, a far extent, but I'm saying how you could just say, if you, you don't really have this evidence, and essentially, if you forget history, you can make up whatever the fuck you want. History Pretty is much. written by the victor. Yeah. It is, 100%. Like, well,
1: exactly why, in that, in that funny, well, in that scenario, and funny enough, like, like I said, uh, is this a rumor? Damn, I can't get my thoughts straight here. Uh, let me replace that. Sorry. Um, in Germany, do they not pretend like the Holocaust didn't happen? Is that a fucking rumor or is that real? No.
2: Um, it's funny because, uh, Anton actually brought this up just for a side little, uh, quiff quip. I don't know if that's a thing, but, um, uh, that's just a saying I made up or is it, I don't know. Uh, but they were, he was talking about, cause we, uh, me and Juan and him have that chat that we do on Instagram all the time. And, you know, Anton's like, you know, should we talk about, uh, you know, the Holocaust hoax. And I was like, that would get us canceled. And then Juan's like, Juan talking or Tom talking about things that get us canceled. That's new. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I think that's the one that would not even cancel us, but maybe have, you know people may not like us anymore for certain views that... I don't know. I, I think it was real. Uh, in my well, opinion, like, very real. But
1: the entire side they of this tried world... They try to
2: hide... Uh, the fact of what happened? They don't want to acknowledge it. Is some that a of them, thing, though? some... Yes. And there is some German people out there, I know for 100% fact, because I've done research on this, that believe the Holocaust was a hoax. And they're, like, not on the side of the big H, but they're, like, essentially... The big H. They don't... Uh, Jesus Christ. They don't really believe what the theory goes. And that's why Anton brought it up because he's like, there's layers to this shit. He's like, it goes so deep. It's incredible all the theories are fucking outlandish and some are like could be close to truth in some areas but they were burning people they were fucking disposing of bodies there's mass there's footage of it well hell
1: it's recent enough that there's are still survivors yeah
2: and there's still footage yeah there's still video footage of them burning the fucking bodies and stuff like that so and uh it, there is a lot of theories essentially one of the leading theories is that the holocaust isn't the way that they said it was and that they actually treated them fairly well and it was wasn't this whole thing where they're putting people in gas chambers as often as they said, and that some people were actually fed, clothed well. That's one of the leading theories, but we don't know. That's what I'm saying, but you did make a point that there is people out there um, it could be German, you could be fucking American, you could be Canadian. That,
1: uh, you're not American or Canadian yeah, saying that, yeah, I, I don't know. think, but, unless you went down this rabbit but hole. there
2: is, yeah, there is people, German people that just don't want to accept that their history because it's horrible. Like I've said before, when I was in fucking Cuba and I was drunk at the bar, I was talking to a German man and I said, I'm sorry that Hitler made everybody hate your country. And I don't remember what he said because I was drunk. <laughs> but I remember specifically saying that to him. Fuck. Because we were having a good conversation. I was like, you know, it kind of sucks. You know, Hitler made everyone uh, kind of hate Germany. <laughs> it's like, wow. Um, so I was 19 also at the time when I was in Cuba. So uh, don't judge me. Uh, suspects named in contemporary police documents include three in Sir Melvin McNaughton's 1894 Memortem. There you go. Memortem. Why can't I say that word?
0: Memortum.
2: There you go. Uh, But the evidence uh, against these individuals is at best circumstantial. There are many varied theories about the identity and the profession of Jack the Ripper. But authorities are not agreed upon any of them. And there are a number of suspects. Kind of, It reaches over 100. 100 different suspects that people have pointed at. Okay, a lot of people. Despite continued interest in the case, the Ripper's identity remains unknown. The term Ripperologist was coined uh, to describe the study and analysis of the Ripper case. Ripperology? That's a real thing. so
1: fucking dumb.
2: Yeah, Ripperology is a real fucking thing. And that because they coined it because there's people, so many people that uh, studied in the analysis of the Ripper cases and the murderers. And, they, you know, it inspired many works of fiction, obviously like that. I mm-hmm. doubt you watched From Hell, but it's a really good movie. I was busy. I know. I know. Was I know you're always working. But if you're ever bored sometimes, especially after learning. I don't get we bored have, a lot anymore, man. <laughs> after how we've g- learned about all this stuff, you should try. I think Izzy would like the film. I mean so I'm bored when I'm in a
1: house talking to people but yeah. like I don't think I could just turn on a movie. I
2: know. <laughs> Sometime when you're fucking when you have time for a movie, you it is you would enjoy it from hell. It's it's good. It's you know, it's more folklore but it's a fun movie and it's all based on Jack the Ripper. Cool. Ripper. One Whoa. day. Over the course of the Ripper murders, the police and newspapers and other received hundreds of letters regarding this case. Some were, uh, some were well-intentioned offers of advice for catching the killer, but the vast majority were useless. Hundreds of letters claimed to have been written by the killer himself. Hundreds of letters. Like, hey, this is Jack. Just want to know how you're doing. One more. <laughs> and one more. Hey, this is Jack. Still wondering how you're doing You never got back to me
1: <laughs> Hey this is Jack You fucking get back to me or I'm coming to you yeah. Like f- you got a week I better see a postcard
2: Hey this is Jack you Remember that pocket pussy I sent you You never sent it back I was wondering if you used it or not But it's actually a vagina as we talked about He actually cut out a vagina for a pocket pussy He
1: hands delivered his last <laughs> postcard Flips like of under the door She reads it Hey this is Jack I'm outside And then it's like yeah.
2: bang <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, hundreds of letters claim to be the killer. And three of these in particular are the most prominent one, the Dear Boss letter and the Saucy Jackie postcard. It's the Dear Boss letter. We'll get into it. Oh, and okay. and the From Hell letter, which we mentioned on the last episode. Mm-hmm. So the Dear Boss letter dated September 25th was postmarked on September 27th, 1888. It was received that day by the Central News Agency and was forwarded to Scotland Yard on September 29th. Initially, it was considered a hoax. But when Eddowes was found three days after the letter's postmark, with one ear partially cut off, the letter's promise to clip... The lady's ears off gained attention. Wow, fucking weird, right? That's why I was like, you consider it a hoax, but yet there was an ear inside the letter. Yeah, you don't
1: anymore, Oh. What you said three days later, it wasn't inside the letter. It was a postcard. He was threatening to do it, and then he did it three days later. Yeah, yeah. So it's not oh, they, yeah. they considered it a hoax before he did it.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, so, but um, Edo's ear did uh, appears to have been nicked by the killer. Incidentally. That's not nicked. I know.
1: That's fucking. What do you mean, incidentally? That's not nicked. During that's the cut attack. Cut off
2: during the attack.
1: Exactly. When you say nicked, you mean like he just cut her ear Maybe a you little just bit, cut a little piece. But you just told me it was taken off.
2: It was partially cut. One ear was partially cut oh, off. Oh,
1: okay. partially. Like an accident.
2: (laughs) And this letter, uh, uh, the letter writer's threat to send the ears to the police was never actually carried out. The name Jack the Ripper was first used in this letter by the signatory and gained worldwide notoriety after the publication. Most of the letters that followed copied this letter's tone. Some sources claimed another letter dated September 17th, 1888 was the first to use the name Jack the Ripper, but most experts believe that this was fake inserted into the police records in the 20th century. Really? Fucking weird, right? So they're uh-huh. like, all right, well, like, we think it's from this letter, but then somebody was like, because who knows who's doing what at the police station? Yeah. Someone's like, wants, like, I want um, my, make my grandfather to be the one that's like you know was involved with this case, and he's the one that found the first letter. Like you, could, anything like that yeah, could happen.
1: It really could. People are dumb.
2: The saucy Jackie postcard.
1: Yeah, that I'm curious about. Saucy too.
2: Jackie uh, was postmarked on October first, eighteen eighty-eight, and was received the same day by Central News Agency. The handwritten was similar. The handwriting. Handwriting was similar to the Dear Boss letter and mentioned the canonical murders committed on September 30th, which the author refers to by writing a double event this evening or a double event this time. Um, so, you know how he did those two murders in the same night. Mm-hmm. People think it may have not been him, um, but there is enough to prove that it could be because he could have went to one, not finished it, got caught, and then went to the other one in the alleyway. Um, mm-hmm. So... It's strange. It has been argued that the postcard was posted before the murders were publicized, making it unlikely that a crank would hold such knowledge of the crime.
0: Mm, strange. Gotcha.
2: It's weird. However, it was postmarked more than 24 hours after the killings occurred. So long after details of the murders were known and publicized by journalists and had become general community gossip by the residents of Whitechapel. A lot of people want attention, we know in this generation. That happens all the time. We literally oh, have an I was, app when that I has fucking f- 15 second fucking.
1: I was just gonna say, when I was in Cuba, there was fucking, uh, oh God, she must have been like 12 or 13. People doing TikTok dances in yeah, Cuba? Yeah, oh and she God. put her phone up and she started dancing. And I looked over at his and I started laughing. I, I hit his and I'm like, and she's making a TikTok right now. Looked over and she turned around. She's like, pretty much like, just like lifted up her shirt so her ass showed. I'm like, that girl's like fucking 12.
2: That's fucked. I yeah, like, saw something what the on fuck. Yeah, it's fucked up. I saw something on TikTok where um this chick's uh, account was banned um because there's a guy I follow called the Great Ludini. Lu- Lu- it's like Houdini. Yeah, I know. And he I wears that she- mask yeah, and he's like, like super it. famous and shit. Yeah. And he exposes people that are bullies and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. he tracks them down. He's it is, as far as I can tell, a good person. People think that it's not really. What real is that? Real. Whatever happens to him, though,
1: all his videos just go. This is what you did. Now suffer the consequences. And I they never track see, them. I never send them stuff. see he, the He says he
2: sends stuff to his parents. He's like, uh, you know, for this person you bully. Um. Yeah. This is getting sent to your parents, Mary and Bob, or whatever. And he will. F- he finds out some like he's a hacker, obviously in some sort. And he's been mentioned on the news. So he holds them accountable by even like kids that are bullying. He sends it. uh, The one he sent like it to their his. Yeah, teacher. but he, he
1: just goes stupid game, stupid prize, and then it, I never see what he actually because he probably can't. You
2: can't. To show that most likely uh, but there was one that he mentioned and they're like if you don't refer to this post or whatever this girl got her account taken down from doing and then nobody knew why account for doing he mentioned something and then in the comments you could see that people were like she was doing like essentially very Sexual erotic things, things yeah. on tiktok and she was like fucking 14 yes. so tiktok took her down yeah good so like, thank yes, god you shouldn't be doing that children what the fuck is wrong with you i don't even I don't know. I If you're a fan out there that's under the age of like 25, um, don't actually, don't message me. Um, but I'm just curious because I feel like at most of our fans, I feel like, are in the age range of like 25 to fucking 60, because we do, uh, someone shout out. We had a review, and sh- uh, she was like, "I'm. I think uh, shout you out. You, uh, you said you were 65, and not you, know, you thought you weren't our demographic, and you said that you're a big fan, and we appreciate you. Um, I think that we have older listeners and um, people in their 20s and 30s. I just, I don't know. I couldn't see a 15 year old listen to our podcast to be honest. It's strange. Don't listen to us either. We're very offensive, and you, you shouldn't should. Be- you should
1: listen to me because I'm, I'm sexy, and you, you imagine me to be what you think you are. Don't ever look at a picture. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want to be like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> so you kidding. want a
2: bunch of Fucking teen girls to scream your name
1: Honestly like kinda
2: You, you know how big a of an ego awards? boost That is you know how
1: big of an e- Ego boost that is I don't give a fuck It's not like I'm gonna oh, do anything belly. about we it We
2: love you hearing you talk about true crime <laughs>
1: <laughs> So stupid buddy, buddy fucking brought over A girl the other day Johnny yeah, yeah. And uh She's been over three days in a row.
2: Yeah. Nothing happened again.
1: Nothing happened with him. He, she has been staring me down since she came in. I swear to fucking God, she came over one night, met me and Isabel, and now just keeps coming over for me.
2: <laughs> You're going to get yourself in trouble, bro. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't it. do it. I even told this. I'm like, dude, that chick fucking likes it. It's me. like that time that uh, all those girls were giggling at the bar um, you know, at that, you were like, "Oh, all these girls were giggling and staring at me at the bar." And I
1: have no idea what the fuck you're talking. When you about were right
2: serving, you—I don't know—it was on the podcast. You told a story how all these girls were staring at you and giggling and flirting with you. Oh, I
1: was that was—I remember that was a BP and fucking. You know why I remember that? Because it's not often I get hit on. Okay, so I'm allowed to enjoy it when yeah, it happens. Uh, <laughs> Billy wants
2: fifteen-year-old girls to hit on. Him. <laughs> it, they were at the bar. I just so bar. Don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> all right. I uh, I
1: ID'd them. So they were of age. Yeah, so it's obviously. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Jesus Christ. So they don't really know, you know, because all these letters, there's, uh, they're around the same time, but a lot of the public would have known. A lot of people like attention, as we just fucking got into a rant about, um, and it was part of the gossip around Whitechapel. It would have spread quickly. First person that saw the body was like, fuck, there's a body over here. And there's like a crowd of people. Mm -hmm. They got nothing else to do. They watch public hangings at this time. Fuck, man, they're bored. Public hungings. Stupid. The (laughs) From Hell letter was received by George Lusk, as we mentioned in the last episode, a letter of the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee on October 16th, 1888. The handwriting and style are unlike that of the Dear Boss and the Saucy Jack postcard. The letter came with a small box, which Lusk discovered half a human kidney preserved in spirits of wine, which is ethanol. So we talked about the human kidney last episode, but...
1: Spirits of wine.
2: Ethanol. I don't know why they called it that, but that's what they called it at the time. It's in quotations. Spirits of wine. And it was in ethanol to probably preserve it. I thought
1: it meant like vodka and also red wine.
2: That would taste disgusting. (laughs) Oh, my God. It would get you fucking hammered, though. If you poured like three shots and then a hefty glass of wine... Just one glass, you would be fucking loaded. I guarantee it. A fourteen percent wine, three shots of vodka, and like a tall glass—you're fucked. Guarantee it. We should try it someday.
1: That sounds so gross. I, oh, I maybe <laughs> white white wine. Yeah. You might be able to do it. With oh, the yeah. White red was way oh, I too know. potent. That's
2: what I was saying, what, uh, red. It would be intense. We should try that one day on the podcast. Just like. Shout back to our Jack the Ripper episode. We're gonna try this just for one episode. Oh, We're both drunk as fuck and have headaches by the end. Fuck, I wouldn't
1: <laughs> want to drink that man. That no. tastes so
2: fucking oh, yeah. bad. So Edo's left uh, left kidney had been removed by the killer, and the writer claimed that he fried and ate it. I ate his liver with some. Father I ate beans his kidney and a nice Chianti. <laughs> So I know how I joked on the last episode because I wasn't sure because I thought I heard about that he ate it. Well, at least in the letter they proposed that he ate it. He did fucking say that he ate it in the do, letter. Do
1: you know what a can is? No. It's a like w-
2: a wine. A wine. Oh, I was going to guess it was a wine. Yeah
1: nice can i just I, I thought it'd be funny that you wouldn't know
2: <laughs> i thought i was like it's a pretty guess. good estimated yeah. guess yeah so, it he, is a so they're saying he fried and ate the missing half of the kidney this is a disagreement over the kidney uh some contend that it belonged to eddowes while others argue that it was a macabre practical joke the kidney was examined by talk uh dr thomas openshaw and of the Leather Oh, he Hospital. sounds
1: not very factual openshaw uh just thomas
2: Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All I know is facts, bro. Sounds I've never d-
1: sounds dumb. I, I, I've never been <laughs> sounds wrong like you once. shouldn't have been a doctor. <laughs>
2: I've never been wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Reptilians <laughs> exist. The queen is one.
1: Twenty twelve <laughs> yeah. is gonna happen.
2: <laughs> I said it might happen. I said it might be a new beginning. That is not what you <laughs> fucking said. I said don't that even, people are gonna die.
1: Don't you even backtrack on you?
2: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Also, I was 24. You know what you Remember said. You're brain at twenty four. I don't care.
1: <laughs> That's like two years ago for me. I was good. I was good at eighteen. I was a little d- goofy, but I was good. <laughs>
2: goofy. <laughs> um, so who, who did, deter- uh, so they, uh, Thomas uh, Openshaw of the London Hospital, he did determine it was a human kidney mm-hmm. uh, and from the left side, but mm, contrary to false news reports, he could not determine any other biological characteristics of the kidney. I don't know how you could back then, but Openshaw subsequently also received a uh, letter signed Jack the Ripper. So, we don't really know. And, you know, I scrawled a note reading from hell, Mr. Lusk. So, this is the uh, From Hell letter. And thats it's funny because that's when they named the movie that, From Hell. Yeah, yeah. Because they base it off, off the, letter. the letter and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And, obviously, Jack the Ripper in general. From Hell. I don't know. How would Jack the Ripper talk? Mr. Lusk, sir, I send you half a no, kidney. No,
1: no, no, no! He's the guy killing people. He's probably super lame.
2: Mr. Lusk, <laughs> sir, I send you half a kidney. I took from one of the women, preserved it for you. No, that guy still piece. sounds
1: creepy. I want, I want him to sound like, like, like an eight-year-old schoolboy. <laughs>
2: Sir, I said you have a kidney and I took it from a woman preserved it for you in a totter piece. I fried it and ate it. It was very nice. I may send you the bloody knife that I took out if you only want while if you only want a while longer, Signed, catch me if you can, mister Lusk.
1: He sounds skinny.
2: <laughs> so he said, you know, he's like, I ate the fucking liver. Um, I'll send you the bloody knife if you want. And then he's like, signed, catch me if you can, Mr. Lusk.
1: How did, where, where does the return postcard go there? How does he say yes or no if he would like that knife? I know. He'd be like, yes. Ah, oh, we got his address. We're not allowed to go in there. We don't have a warrant. So
2: many serial killers that don't have so many. But there is a... F- a couple that do write letters taunting the police. Berkowitz did it. Mm-hmm. Um BTK did it, pretty sure. There's like a there's a fair amount of people that like taunting yeah, the yeah. police. It's even in movies and shit too. Yeah. Um Seven yeah, yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one.
2: Also a serial killer that uh was religious <laughs> based on the seven deadly sins, mm-hmm. crazy, right? So I've seen the movie in a bit, bro, and it's been a bit, so I want to check it Yeah, brah. <laughs> Scotland Yard published, um, you know, the the Dear Boss letter and the postcard on October 3rd in an ultimately vain hope that a member of the public would recognize the handwriting. Charles Warren examined in the letter to Godfrey Lushington. What a name. Godfrey Lushington. Um, a
1: permanent- Yo, I'm going to name my kid Godfrey. No one uses that name anymore. Now, He'll be, that will be so unique and so historic at the same time. That is a sick fucking name. Call him God for sure. If your name's fucking Godfrey, that is fucking dope. If, if
2: we have a fan out there named Godfrey, uh, let us know.
1: I'd be, I'd be really excited.
2: <laughs> Permanent uh, uh, Undersecretary of State. Uh, that's what Godfrey Lushington was. Uh, and he was the Secretary of State of the Home Department. I think the whole thing was a hoax. But of course, we are bound to try and ascertain the writer in any case. So they're trying to—they he thinks it's a hoax, but they still want to find out who wrote the letter, just in case. So on ju- uh, on October seventh, eighteen eighty-eight, George R. Sims in the Sunday newspaper implied that the letter was written by a journalist oh, to a hurl, to yeah to, to to hurl the circulation of the newspaper sky high. Police. Officials later claimed to have identified a specific journalist as the author for both the Dear Boss letter and the postcard. They're saying that they think journalists,
1: po- uh, you're trying to make a name for yourself. Yeah, this shit's so fucking up in the air, man. Spider-Man's Technology was guy. so shit. Look at fucking and, like,
2: Jameson, uh, what's his name? Jameson Jones? No, it's fucking Jones Jameson. Fucking Spider Man, but at
1: man. the but at the exact Spider Man's bad. Let's Dude, like this would be such a fucked up time to like believe things in a sense where it's like there's no know. technology and no. and all it takes is one guy to be like I'm gonna solve this. It's a hoax. Yeah, done. No, yeah, I
2: know it's it true. was a journalist. Yeah. He was trying
1: to promote his shit, and it's like everyone's like, oh, that makes sense. It's funny. and Even like, I just yeah. said that makes sense.
2: And there's no fact checkers. Which if if something is fact checked, to me, I believe it. That the opposite of what the fact checkers actually say. Fact checkers are paid in biased opinion. It was ruled in the court of law, all you fuckers out there. Instagram fact checkers and Facebook fact checkers and Google fact checkers all ruled in the court of law that is a Opinion based has nothing to do with facts. That's why all those things about the shots or any fucking conspiracy around anything like this has been fact and It says this is why it, somebody on fucking Facebook said this, and this is and it says this is actually the real blah blah. blah. It's all bullshit. They really ruined the core law. So fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg, you piece of shit. Um, so the journalist was identified <laughs> okay. as Tom uh, Tom Bullen. Mm. Another Tom Of course yeah. Idiot <laughs> And a letter from Chief Inspector John Littlechild
1: <laughs> John... Oh I'm so fucking sorry if that's your last no, no. name John Littlechild I couldn't hang out with you Every time you did anything I'd be like shut up Littlechild
2: <laughs> I was gonna say I'd say make some... fun of that person so fucking hard uh, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna <laughs> say a really really bad joke uh,
1: Probably to, we're going to yeah. say it anyway. You can cut it if you don't like it.
2: I'm curious. It sounds like a, um, um, a mentally handicapped uh, native native guy. Little child. John Little Child. <laughs> he has the mind That's of a funny, child. That's funny, but get rid of that. <laughs> uh, to, uh, so Chief Inspector John Little Child to George R. Sims, dated September. This is who uh, they suspect. Um, so... The journalist was identified, and they said this was the letter from the chief inspector, Little Child, uh, to George R. Sims, dated September 23rd, 1913. A journalist named Fred Best, these names, man, Fred's the best, uh, reportedly confessed in 1931, wow, years later, he must have been pretty old, uh, he did confess uh, that he and a colleague at, this, at the Star... Had written the letter signed Jack the Ripper to hide interest in the murders to keep business alive. Mm. Or
1: crazy. turn on turn on turn, he was like, I need a story for myself, and I hate my publication company. I'm gonna pretend like they just fake these letters to try to to try yeah. to get <laughs> like there's it's all just fucking word of mouth. It and is it's so fucked.
2: It is, it is, it is. Like,
1: everybody's looking for that one claim to fame. Lame claim to
2: fame. (laughs) So, let's talk about the Ripper in the media. You know, the Ripper murders marked an important watershed in the treatment of crime by journalists. Jack the Ripper was not the first serial killer, but in his case, it was the first to create worldwide media frenzy. Mm. And just for this... you know who, remember?
1: Worldwide media frenzy. What's the media back in the 1800s? Papers.
2: Paper hey, boy. Mm,
1: pa- worldwide. So somebody in Australia is yeah. getting a newspaper. Yes,
2: delivered. Yeah, from London. Saying that London is, is why, got a
1: crazy killer yes, on the
2: it's, list. It's it's so widespread that it's like you know, we have killers like people get either shot with a hand cannon or stabbed. A hand cannon. <laughs> or stabbed, or you know, you know, beaten with a baseball bat. A
1: fucking hand your cannon,
2: <laughs> Jesus. But uh, this gross. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> This whole idea, right, that they're kind of... It's it's sensationalized. That it's someone mm-hmm. who's murdering people, cutting out their uterus and their kidneys. It's something that you don't see often. And mm-hmm. it's funny that we did mention this. Shout out to our Harp Brothers episode because they were supposedly America's first, first serial killers. But you don't fucking know that because in the 1500s, like, you have Elizabeth Bathory, definitely a serial killer. You yeah, have, Probably. You have people back then, and it's not... Serial killers have probably existed since the dawn of time. We didn't coin the term until the 70s. So there was many people out there that were killing numerous people in succession for lust, for sexual desire, for mm-hmm. just fucking perversion, or they're fucked in the head. So they've existed, but they didn't actually coin that term or understand what the work of their, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. It it's, You can't say anyone was the first serial killer, really. You can't. Um, I, I
1: know the first serial killer. The devil, because when you don't confess your sins, uh, he will. I'm just kidding. <laughs> spank you.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, but I will spank you. So, cheaper newspapers. You know, like um, what's that one? That's oh god. Uh, the World Inquiry is that it? Uh, that newspaper. Where it's just like this man had a birthed an alien baby in Arkansas. Like they make ridiculous stories like that where it's, it's the funniest shit you like man has sex with cow. Cow has man, baby and cow baby. It's, you know what I'm talking about? They, there is that one paper that does well, it. It's like a that. It's, uh, man, bear pig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds like Buzzfeed. <laughs> yeah. BuzzFeed has stupid-ass articles, too. Yeah,
1: they're always interesting, and I always fucking read them, though. They always got my attention, those <laughs> stupid fucks. They did good on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I know. BuzzFeed does really keep your attention on some of the articles, because it's like, it's outlandish. Like, um, I don't do it anymore, but, like, Chelsea reads Buzz, BuzzFeed, so it got, she got me into it for a bit. I don't want anymore. It's But fucking, I used to do the so quizzes intriguing. all the time. Like what Harry Potter character are you? And it's just like I'm Ron Weasley. Like you know what I mean. Like I used to like those kind of fun ones. Like you're fucking. What,
1: you're you're not Harry Potter, but you're Harry Potter if he never got out of the under the stairs.
2: <laughs> you're, you're Neville Longbottom.
1: <laughs> I do got a long bottom. <laughs> Droops.
2: <laughs> no girth uh, what, at all. What character of friends are you? Um, you're Ross. You're fucking Joey. I am Ross. I, <laughs> if, I, if I was anyone, I would probably be Ross. Um, I'm, i I want to be Jennifer Anderson. I think honestly, fuck you're, whoever You're I want. fucking. You're Matthew Perry for sure. Yeah, probably. You are Chandler all the way.
1: All right, this is stupid. Carry on.
2: <laughs> so the mushroomed and later these mushroomed. Weird. What? A, <laughs> what a these, weird one. What a weird way to put so they they came out of nowhere. Blossomed should be
1: a better fucking word for that. In the
2: later Victorian era to include mass circulation newspapers as cheap as half pennies. So, along with popular magazines such as The Illustrated Police News, which made the Ripper the beneficiary of previous unparalleled publicity, these other magazines. Or cheaper, these newspapers, these penny, like mm-hmm. the, what we talk about at Spring Hill Jack, these penny dreadfuls, these comic book Damn, style. Damn,
1: that's a 50 road there, buddy.
2: People speed down my road because I wanted it to. Of it's nowhere. hard. I know, we're in the middle It's of nowhere. hard.
1: He, he lives on a fucking 50K road. Sorry, in American the, in, listeners, what's that? 30? Yeah. <laughs> a
2: 30 road? I'm in a very small town now.
1: And uh, yeah, I just heard that muffler go by like at least 120. Honestly. So what, what's that in miles? Sorry, one hundred twenty is eighty.
2: Uh, Offshoot love being in a small town. Fuck the cities. This is I like being in the middle of fucking nowhere. Really like it's I'd way rather be in somewhere like this. Everyone it's kind of cool with each other. Everyone knows each other as much as we grew up. Kind of like that. Um, cities and big cities. I used to always like I was always like I want to live in Toronto. Fuck that. Toronto's fucking disgusting. No, cities
1: suck. It sucks. Yeah. All right. Carry on.
2: So consequently, at the height of the investigation, over 1 million copies of the newspaper with extensive coverage devoted to the Whitechapel murders were sold each day. At the time, 1 million each day. That's fuck. Yeah. No wonder you're making fake fucking letters. You're making bank. Even if it's half a penny, you saw a million of that. Do the math.
1: A a million of a half a penny. Uh, That's not a (laughs) lot, buddy.
2: Back then it would have been.
1: What's a million of a half a penny? (laughs) <laughs> so what point is that? I can't even five. do that fucking math right now. One million. Five. One million times point zero five.
2: Yeah, that would be it. Wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand bucks. Back then you'd be rich.
1: It's a million half of
2: pennies. So crazy. It's funny how we don't use pennies anymore. What are we Kids nowadays, you would know what a penny is. But pennies, we used to use them when we go to corner stores. You'd have ten cents. You have a penny. You buy some candy. Oh, wow, already my vape died, and I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the legacy of Jack the Ripper. The, nat- the the nature of Jack the Ripper murders and the impoverished lifestyles of the victims drew attention to the poor living conditions in the East End Give me and, your vape. and galvanized the public opinion against the overcrowded, unsanitary slums. So they're like, oh, maybe we should uh, start paying attention to these poor people more often. I don't know. And the two... They're in
1: the ghetto.
2: In the ghetto. In the two decades after the murders, the worst of the slums were cleared and demolished. But the streets and some of the buildings survived, and the legend of the Ripper is still prominent. I don't the... have AIDS. I Stop
1: know. fucking wiping my you fucking... You might have COVID. I you just the wiped vaccine, it. vaccine,
2: man. It's in your body now. I don't have that shit. I'm good. <laughs> we'll see if your immunity lasts the next five years. Uh, so my immunity is <laughs> fucking
1: phenomenal. Every other person that got the vaccine could die, but I won't.
2: <laughs> some buildings survived, obviously. and But the legends of the Ripper are still prominent but various guided tours of the murder sites and other locations perpetrating to the case uh we everyone like just to shout him out uh, fuck you terry but you are a big fan of the podcast and he. fuck you terry <laughs> terry, did, terry went to the museum of jack the ripper he was sending me like he got like a p- posters of it he um he's a big fan terry is literally he's one of these people and we have many of these fans like this but terry is in Scotland, he's someone overseas that loves our podcast. We have thousands of fans. But Terry started from the very fucking beginning listening to this. And he was saying, I was like, uh, I was mentioning that we were getting into Jack the Ripper. And he was super stoked for it because he's went to the museum. Um, I wonder if he's went on the tour because that would be a lot of fun.
1: If that I could go fun. to mm-hmm. London,
2: England, I would 100% go on that. That'd be so much fun.
1: Are you still wiping I don't
2: know that vape off? That. <laughs> Are you still- uh, for me, for many years, <laughs> the Ten Bells public house in Commercial Street, which had been frequented uh, frequented by at least one of the canonical ricker victims, was a focus of such tours. It would be kind of cool to be like, "Look at this," you know what I mean? Look at this. Um, Look
1: at this dick.
2: Jack the Ripper features in hundreds of works of fiction and works which straddle the boundaries between fact and fiction, like From Hell, including The Ripper Letters, A Hoax, and A Hoax Diary, The Diary of Jack the Ripper, and The Ripper has appeared in novels, short stories, poems, comic books, games, songs, plays, operas, television programs, and films. He is he has been in everything and everywhere, and he is Jack the Ripper, um... You know, he's a character. So more than 100 nonfiction works uh, deal exclusively with Dr. Ripper murders, making it one of the most written about true crime subjects of all. That's why I want to get into it. This will lead us into other serial killers. Um, And you know what? Even though other people have covered this stuff, lots of podcasts have, we're doing things our own way. We are Strange through Podcast. We are different. Uh, we're trying to do things um, quite different. We have different sense of humor. So we're just trying to, I want to do things, we're going to do things that people have never heard of, but also we will cover things that people have heard on other podcasts, but we're going to do our own spin on it. So I want to get in Jack the Ripper before we got into big time I'm calling them our like our rampage or you know top dogs like <laughs> top dogs before we get into those top them, dogs. F-
1: them fucking DMXs. Yeah. Let's go.
2: The term ripperology was coined by Colin Wilson Colin Wilson in the 1970s to describe obviously the study case by professionals and amateurs. And the periodicals ripper annals, rip anal ripperina. Ripperina. Ripperologist, Ripper-ologist yeah, and Ripper Notes published their research. In 2015, Jack the Ripper Museum opened in East London. That must have been where Terry went. There is no waxwork figure of Jack the Ripper at the Madame... Because they
1: don't know what he fucking looks like.
2: Huh, that's kind of cool. Because they don't know what he fucking know. looks like. I uh, Madame Tussaud's uh, Chamber of Horrors, that's really cool. They're, they have one...
1: This guy died, lived peacefully, never been caught. Yeah. They did... It's just funny Or because, maybe had been caught, but uh, they, they don't know that they caught him.
2: There is one... Uh, there is one uh, uh wax museum in uh, Niagara Falls. It's Madame Claudia's or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like the same thing as this. That one's actually pretty good. And uh, when I was there in Niagara, I had lots of photos of orbs because the place is super old. I mm-hmm. literally I wish I saw the camera uh the camera because I there was crazy looking orbs. And that same time we were there, you can maybe explain those orbs for dust. we in this museum. You could. But when we we're in this in Niagara at the time, um, Chelsea took a picture of me. I was uh, naked, taking a piss, and they have one of those, uh, you know, those uh, in that you can see from the bedroom. It's got like the cutout window into the bathroom or the tub is, so you can kind of like chill in the tub and watch TV and stuff. Okay, it kind yeah. of open, opens up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a picture of me. It's just like half of me, and I'm just taking a piss. Like you don't actually see anything. You just see kind of my half my yeah, ass in yeah. my back. And um, there was half a fucking ass. there was a red. Orb right behind me, and you can zoom in. It looks like some fucking plasma shit. Like it's it it's was, a crazy. It, it was going photo. right
1: up your bum. You, you were having a good pee. Yeah, well, yeah. You are like, why am I ejaculating? <laughs> why am I being?
2: And red is not a good sign. At the time, I was going through a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, but yeah. it's just strange that it brings up that memory to me. I've, I've caught a lot of weird orbs on um the Instagram, on Stranger Podcast. If you go scroll through, you can see that me and Chelsea also caught a green orb when we were taking my mom's dog out for a walk at our old place in the bigger city. We used to live in Brantford. We were walking through these- Bigger orbs. city. It, is, it, it is, is, bigger.
1: is. Compared to this, yeah. I guess. But.
2: um. Uh, Brantford, like I've said, had more uh, murders per capita uh, in the early 2000s than Chicago. Not more, more crime. Not and more, more than murders. Winnipeg, though. Yeah, I know Winnipeg. Nothing beats Winnipeg. Winnipeg <laughs> is pretty bad. It's just weird how Winnipeg. Yeah, no.
1: Oh, crime, petty crime, petty crime. Yeah. Brantford still wins. Car so, like you said, shit. they
2: don't have—they never put a uh, wax figure of it because you know they—the policy is not modeling persons who have likenesses unknown. So they didn't mm-hmm. know what he looked like. So he insisted to depict as a shadow. So they actually—they maybe have him as a shadow in the museum, which is kind of fun. They still have not mentioned. And in 2006, BBC History Magazine and its readers selected Big Back
1: Clock <laughs> Magazine.
2: Big black cock. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Bla- How did I just say that? A I said that. I said that. Fuck.
2: Uh, BBC. Yeah, look up BBC on Pornhub. You'll find a lot <laughs> of porn.
1: It, it's a history magazine. <laughs> just Google it. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's for the British fucking broadcast associate, whatever the fuck it's called, or fucking. Um, but. Uh, the, yeah, so in the the and readers of the BBC history, uh, history magazine selected Jack the Ripper as the worst Briton in history, the Britonite or whatever the fuck. No, I, change,
1: I can I can attest to probably some worst Briton people. Sorry, didn't mean to fucking.
2: All right,
1: it's time for Billy's. Nope, it's time for Billy's. No, it's time for it's time it's time for fuck that shit. Dude, this is something different. Fuck that that's shit. Right. I'm sick of these fun facts that people You're are sending the one that, me they, it. that are that are gay as shit. I try to get it to fucking the the listeners, and they send me stupid shit. So today, this is gonna be something different. It's a monumental day. Now, this is something that's gonna fucking blow your mind. Now, I want to. This is gonna be Billy's insight of the day. Where I lose my mind thinking over something that I can't stop thinking about. Now, limitations. Okay. What kind of limitations do you put on yourself? In a sense where it's like, what can I do and what can't I do? What's physically possible and what's not? It's whatever you've Um, grown up with and whatever you've decided in your head that is physically possible and is not. If you go out tomorrow and you're like, you know what? Tomorrow, fuck it. I'm not going to work, but I'm going to make like $7,000. You don't know how the fuck you're going to do it. Now, the reason I bring up something like this is in a sense where... I'm
2: shaking my head because I don't know what the fuck you're talking Listen,
1: though. No, listen. (laughs) So human minds are fucked up, and this has been fucking me up for a while. So limitations are based off what the top performer has ever done, and then you base yourself off where you list on that list. Okay. So in entire human history, and there's a good example to this, in entire human history, there's always been a challenge called the four-minute mile. Have you ever heard of it? Sounds familiar. So, a four minute mile is running a f- mile in four minutes. Fuck that! Doctors in the thirties f- and forties said human heart can't take it. Uh, it is physically impossible. Yeah, at the time nobody, they're fucking eating haggis and drinking can, fucking beer. Nobody 24/7. can ever fucking do it. It is impossible until Robert Bannister. Robert Bannister ran a mile in four minutes in 1954. Now, after that. Very shortly after that, within like a couple of months, another three did it, and then a couple months after that, another three did it. We're at the level now where high school kids can do it. Yeah, where entire human history wasn't possible until somebody fucking did it.
2: Yeah, that's like you, that you can't. Fucked? Well, you can't cut over cut off someone's dick until somebody does it. Like, no, 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 I'm saying nobody thought it was physically possible, and it never was
1: until somebody did it, and now thousands and thousands of fucking people can do it Without, yeah, with that, with ease.
2: I bet I they bet, do it. Yeah. No
1: fucking problem. Yeah. And that just goes to show like what kind of limitations you set on yourself bet, and where you can you kind know, of fucking bring the slave up slave
2: trade. Some white man was like, there's no way no woman can take that big black dick. And then one woman did. And he's like, Wow, it is physically possible. That is probably (laughs) a very good scenario. I know
1: you're trying to make a joke, but that probably actually works into this. No, I know. Isn't that fucked up though? Where it's like your limitation is as much as you're ever going to do. If you think you're going to ever just go out and fucking make a minimum wage job and you can't do any better than that, guess what? You're Uh, right. If you think you can do something, guess what? You're fucking right.
2: Well, my whole my whole thing ever right? My like is anything is possible right? Everything happens for a reason. Anton doesn't subscribe to that. We've had arguments about it. Everything happens for a reason. Uh, he doesn't he, like that one? He doesn't believe everything happens for a reason. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe everything happens for a reason, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there is a coincidence for anything. Everything is set up in place. Like... I'm, I, you know, I'm fucking a freedom fighter, I guess in some people's eyes, A freedom fighter. I'm trying to fight against the establishment, always have my entire life since I was probably about 14 when I started listening to punk music. Right. And, you know, I was stressed out while the shit that's going on, the mandates and all the, I think, in my opinion, the atrocities that are happening in the world. And that if you listen to the Dr. Robert Malone episode, he said the stuff that's happening today, they could have avoided all the stuff. Uh, all of it, uh, with hydroxychloroquine, with ivermectin, all the stuff that could have been avoided if they would have done uh, pre uh, preemptive care. So how did how did my I just want to make a point that I was stressed out with all this shit, right? Kind of thing going on, and how this is going to affect kids for generations was my point that all this stuff that's going on I'm 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 worried about the future for if I want to have kids and then you know I want
1: everyone to replay this what? my know, my inspirational my noticeable know, speech just <laughs> went to Tom going I'm worried about kids getting COVID
2: no no not because, <laughs> or or getting the vaccine sure. they get, sorry they can get COVID getting the vaccine want. or whatever it's getting no my I was you just, just turned my inspirational <laughs> speech into a vaccine <laughs> propaganda <laughs> is what it's you not, just fucking did propaganda I know it's not what I'm saying wasn't my point if you shut the fuck up and listen to me I I was just mentioning that everything happens for a reason. So you put things into place. And if you doubt yourself and you put this yourself in this place where you think that, Oh, I'm, I'm never going to succeed or this or blah, blah, blah. And you put yourself in this fucking space or you're down. It's or a whatever. mindset. Yeah. yeah. Everything happens for a reason. My point was like, you know, I was stressed out about all stuff. You know, we got a free dog that was 2000 bucks and you know, he's a crazy little man, but he's a good boy, he, but yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's good a good boy, dog like and them. he's crazy. But the thing is uh, it was a good thing to change my perspective and to have something to care about. Obviously, I know I have my girlfriend, I have my cat, but like it was something that was new that I had to take care of that got my mind off of obsessing over all the research and stuff, looking into all this COVID shit so deeply. Something happens for a reason. And these people that think that they can't achieve something because of this or that or I'm down or even you know, I there's different points to that too, right? Where people my mom always said like you can always strive to do better. But I always said like how can a kid being placed a gun in his hand in Africa be like, How can he do better? How can he uh, rise up over their circumstances so everything happens for a reason and there is different scenarios to how much you can predicate ah you thought.
1: like this fun fact
2: i know it is good No, you because, liked it because you you know look at what you wanted you wanted to achieve something better you wanted a better job than fucking working as a server which was making you decent money on some Well, when, when before covid you were making pretty good money i was you were ma- you know yeah. i remember. well i, when, I
1: quit before COVID, i though. know
2: that's true. Why well, I remember you when we started the podcast, you'd come home sometimes to my place, and you'd have like I got fucking three hundred bucks in my pocket from just tips tonight. So you would, you could, you could do fairly well. But then all this obviously shit hit, and this it helped you, mm-hmm. and you know, and now you have you have a more successful job. You're making more money, and you put that in your ass here. The same reason why I do this for the podcast. We're reaching more and more people all the time. I put it out there in the universe that we will be really successful with this, and I give myself a reasonable timeline. Keep that good middle ground.
1: Or you set goals. We're gonna that be you the achieve. number one.
2: We're gonna be you over set Joe. Set goals Rogan. that you can <laughs> yeah, achieve. That'll never happen. Uh, Joe Rogan will quit eventually. Eventually, he's gonna be like seventy. Be like. You know, what? I really like that new MMA fighting, the the well, robot fought the how other how,
1: robot. How big how big would Joe Rogan be without his constant guess? It's true.
2: He's He's like, got money yeah. already.
1: He's already I he's know. already made himself, so, so he's got a yeah. guess to keep him going.
2: It's true, it is true. Like it, I've seen Joe Rogan stand up live like he is hilarious and I love him. It is but funny, he, but like how long number, would that one go? Of the number one the I know, I know, and he's you know, funny he, he's more consumed than any mainstream news media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it is funny that like, yeah, you're right that because of his constant circulation of guests is why he's such a prominent figure because he does have such a wide variety of people that he questions and agrees with and doesn't agree with uh, everyone like a lot of people mm-hmm. on the show so it, he's I, a good host for yeah, sure yeah and i do like uh your point that's fine but um i'm fans like that? send in some more go fucking of, good fun go facts. out of the box and yeah. send
1: me some fucking fun facts that aren't just absolutely feeling depressed, dumb.
2: you know, about the shit that's going on in the world. <laughs> right. Um, get yourself a dog, don't cut your wrists, all right.
1: Don't cut your wrists. <laughs> Sorry to call you out on your stupid fucking fun facts, but
2: so come on, I don't give a fuck that a, a
1: peacock used to be called the colorful animal. Instead you used of to a love this. You
2: invented the fun fact. I know, but I've been doing it for this. a year
1: and a half, and like I've been intrigued. You've been doing f-
2: yeah, I guess it's been a it's year been a and
1: fucking year and a half, and I'm running out of fun facts, and I try to rely on everyone else. Anyways, love you. You're you're I actually appreciate your fun facts either way. Yeah. But that one was that one was kind of cool.
2: We love all you guys. Remember to check out the new merch site. It's up and running. It's all going good. Um, I'm going to update the site. It's pretty updated, but I'm going to update it with even me and Anton's Twitch and you know every everywhere you can follow us. I'll probably post a link tree. You can I think
1: every- I think we're ranting at this John point. God, I love you we are. and you're we, we f- know. fantastic. I love good day. Kirby! All you guys and uh, How are you, you know, today? stay strong. You, doing
2: you
3: That's good. <laughs> Dumb bitch, lay back on cassette. Because my dick, you can't flip this. cause no rest. Now I'm feeling obnoxious. Play this beat, the deco in a stadium and rock it. I know I can do it, I know that I can. Cause just this morning, took a shot of Kirby Medicine. Pull down this leathery veil, show off all my feathers. I will pick up your world, cut up.
0: like a fucking cheeseburger bleeding from your wrist you need a surgeon we've never heard of you and i'm certain you're looking behind the curtain looking for your chance to shine good luck you suck you get